And now, welcome to Like a Boss. Insights with influencers, creatives, online entrepreneurs, and badasses like you. Here is your hostess, Heather Havenwood, Chief Sexy Boss, helping you rise to the top. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com, and let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Hi, everyone. My name is Heather Havenwood, and welcome to another version of Like a Boss Insights with influencers, entrepreneurs, and badasses like you. Woo! So I'm super excited to be in your living room or in your iPhone or in your ears today. I'm super excited about that. But before I get started, I want to share with you a little something that's going on. If you're on my social media whatsoever, if you are following me on all the thousand places that I am, especially LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, you will notice there's this huge huge, massive, large, uh, cut in my leg. And I uh, got skin cancer. That's a bad word, right? Uh, melanoma in my uh, leg. And so because of that, it's had to be cut out. So I have this huge hole that's now been stitched up and I'm, I'm doing this interview with underneath me is a big pair of ice and all over my shins and my right calf. So I have a new appreciation for being able to work from home as an entrepreneur. And it is so important as an entrepreneur to realize that when you create your own life, when you create yourself as an entrepreneur, you really have the freedom to do what you need to do. So I'm super excited about that. But more importantly, I have a female founder today. Very rare. As y'all know, I really try to focus on female founders, but every now and then I just can't find one. And more importantly, in the financial industry. So this person actually is not only a female founder, a co-founder in a female, but also in the banking industry specifically. And that is even rare, rare, rare. So we have a, you know, diamond in the rare, diamond rare today is I guess what they call it, a blue diamond rare. So I'm super excited about that. But before I introduce you to her, I just want to um, share a personal story with you about when I was just at MJ BizCon in Vegas, it was 60,000, yes, yeah, 60,000 cannabis, marijuana, um, owners. And I actually had to literally go up and down the aisles and ask people, is your business owned or co-owned by a woman? And most of the guys had this look on their face like, I don't know. And my favorite, my favorite response was, we have a woman working for us. And I was like, no way. That's crazy. So that was kind of funny. I had to laugh about that. So that's why I'm so excited to introduce you to my, the, the, the person I'm interviewing today. Her name was Cameron Peck. What? I didn't say that right. Cameron Peak. Is that right, Cameron? Yep. Peak. Okay. All right, cool. Sorry about that. You know, I am on a little drugs from the surgery. <laughs> am I allowed to just, just, just disclaimer there. 
Total disclaimer. All right. So Cameron Peak is the co-founder and CEO of Aslo. Cameron Peak spent years launching digital financial products and around the world before founding Aslo, a fee-free banking platform for entrepreneurs, which I'm super excited about because I've had some challenges lately in opening accounts and business accounts. It is designed for the new generation of digital entrepreneurs, which is me and you, from instant invoicing to effortless payments and transfers. Aslo accounts are integrated with tools that make running a business easier. Well, I have to say, Cameron, thank God you're here. <laughs> Happy to be here on, on many levels. So, <laughs> Absolutely. And I love the fact that you're a woman, but I want to start with your personal story. And with that, when did you start this particular company? When was it founded? When did it get launched? Yeah, we launched publicly about two years ago um, and have been working behind the scenes on it for, for three, three and a half years. So okay. um, as, as, as you already brought up, building uh, banking services isn't easy. So we've been tinkering our way for, for a while on it. Would you consider yourself a tech girl or a banking girl? Very much a tech girl. Got it. Uh, Got and it. so, I mean, I think uh, you think about traditional banks and, and everything that means, right? Whether it's long processes, difficulty accessing them, fees, working on their hours and like that, that's not tech, right? Tech is about disruption, making things easier and simple and thinking about different sort of business models and we're all tech. I'm all tech. You know, I really love that. Thank you for sharing that. I'll share a quick story. I won't say the names of the bank, right? But I went into a, a traditional bank uh, last year. Last year, I really focused on kind of diversifying as well as business accounts and really looking at my business accounts. And I walked in and I my, my particular entity has been in the state of Texas um, for 10 years. So it's not like I just started it, right? So I'm very familiar with the process. And I walked in, I had all my papers, and I walk into a person who's probably making $20 an hour, whatever, behind the scenes, and he's telling me that I'm not legal and stuff. And I'm like, actually, no. And I'm having to teach him all the documentation, right? I'm having to teach him. And they still denied me. And I was like, I literally left. Now I got some, I got another company, but that's why I'm going to be signing up for your company today because even that one was wonky. Awesome. <laughs> but I, I, I found it fascinating that as a business owner, one, they don't, it's almost like they don't want you, they don't want me to give them money. They, they don't want the account. They say they do. They have business bankers on their little card. But when I actually start talking about business things, they don't know what I'm talking about. They have no idea what the, my favorite is I go, well, I'm an online company. Well, what does that mean? Well, I do marketing, affiliate marketing. I have e-com. Well, I don't understand that because it's not what they call traditional. I don't have a, a franchise, right? So they look at me like, well, you're not a real company. And like, then you don't know we're not, we're in 2020 dude or whatever. Right. So I'm hearing from you and I'm putting words in your mouth. Are you saying that you guys are really designed for companies like myself and freelancers and things like that? I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. So um, we are designed for anyone that operates in the new digital economy, which is nice. everyone if you think about it. Companies that market on digital platforms, build their, their companies on digital platforms or sell, that, that's who we're made for. Um, and we are digital first, right? We have no branches. Um, we have a great customer success team that you can call up at, at you know, whenever you have a problem. But um, uh, we have zero branches because you operate on your phone, right? You shouldn't right. have to oh, yeah. do anything. Um, 
We also, uh, you know, have uh, no fees and no minimum balances because so many of these companies are pre-revenue. You're just starting. You shouldn't have to pay to have a business account. We all know it's really important to separate your business finances from your personal when you're starting a company, but you shouldn't have to pay to do it until you're at a point where, where you can actually afford to. So we look yeah, at it. A, so that's like, a good one. I just love the fact that I have my personal account and they get free checking or, you know, 10, something really low. And then all of a sudden it's a business account and now I'm paying 20 or 15 and there's all these minimums and stuff. And I'm like, you do realize that when you're a freelancer or you own your own company and you have no employees, you have all freelancers or things like that. You really don't try to have many things going through, right? You know, and they're like, what do you mean you don't have a 1040? And it's just like, you know, it's almost like you have to educate the bank on today's world. You know what I mean? I've been doing that for years when they're like, what, why don't you have a 1040 or what, you know, what's a 1099? I have to explain to the person who's handling my account this, right? So, so let me ask you a question. I feel like all tech people like yourself are trying to solve a problem. They either ran up against, or they did a huge amount of research on which mm-hmm. one of these doors and what happened? A little bit of both. So, you know, I, um, I actually have spent most of my career using digital channels as a way to bring financial services to um, groups of people who didn't have great options in the past. And okay. so I, I worked in Haiti um, after the earthquake actually launched a mobile money program there. And so where people were keeping cash under their mattresses or buying goats instead of putting their money in a bank account because banks didn't want to serve them. And um, we actually launched a product to help them. Right. Um, did that in Indonesia. So we, you know, Indonesia is a network of islands. And if I wanted to send money to my, uh, daughter who was in college, um, I actually had to drive for hours, wait in lines at a bank to be able to get money to her. And we actually enabled you to send that through your phone. And so what I've been doing for my entire career basically wow. has been using those digital platforms to introduce services to people that haven't gotten it in the past. And so for us launching Aslo, you know, um, the small business banking landscape in the U.S., most banks just look at, you know, a uh, uh, bigger commercial, bigger businesses. Um, and typically they, they dumb down that service a little bit for, for small businesses. Yeah. Um, and we said, we can do this so much better. Um, and so we, we launched a product from the ground up that was built specifically for small businesses and specifically for digital businesses and the needs that they have um, because we viewed it as a massive problem. So for me, it was both kind of a culmination of everything that I've done, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, and also a massive, massive problem here in the U.S., it is a massive problem. So is your first market, the U.S. specifically, are you going outside the U.S. right now? You're just U.S.-based only, right? US, I mean, the U.S. market is huge and there's a, oh, there's a lot no, of No, yeah, no, it's no, it's totally <laughs> huge. I was just curious because there yeah. is a whole, you know, a whole other side of, of the world. Yeah. And and I had a dear, uh, a guy that I interviewed once, I, great story because it's really actually interesting. So he messages me, it was a friend of a friend's introduction, something like that. He lives in Switzerland of all places and he owns this huge Amazon business. And I said, I'd love to interview you. So we set up a date, right? And it was going to be like this. He yeah. flew here. Oh yeah. And I'm like, and then he's like, okay, I'll be there, you know, Monday. I'm like, what do you mean you'll be here? You know, he's like, oh, I'm like flying from Switzerland on his own dime. And, but you know, he's like, he just likes it. He was a millennial. So he's like, I just travel. So I figured I'd just show up. And I was just like, this is fascinating. Um, But we had an entire conversation about, because he does Amazon all over the country and in different countries, you know, there's different, you know, markets, right. He had a really challenging time in conversion and money and Mm. 
moving money around. He said it took him two years to get a bank here, right? Because yeah. he didn't have a citizenship. And like, okay. I don't know all that, but just that alone, because you couldn't get Amazon to send the money to Switzerland. He had yeah, to, yeah. So there was all these challenges, right? And I was like, wow, that's nuts. You know, here he is doing business and marketing services and he can't get the money, right? I know, it's insane. Yeah. So are, is that something you guys are trying to solve in general, or is it just really focused right now on what I call, what you call digital marketers or digital entrepreneurs currently, so right? We actually have a, a small program um, through a partner uh, where if you are a business owner based in Switzerland or based in India or, or Kenya, um, you can actually open a, a U.S. business and through that partnership, get a, a, a bank account through Aslo as well. So we, we wow. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. anyone here in the United States, we are spoiled, right? We're really spoiled. But being in other countries, just to be able to get, you know, money moved over, it's a big deal. So let me ask you this, because a lot of small businesses like myself and digital marketers for, I'm a digital marketer for 20 years. Most of them are using PayPal. Mm -hmm. We, I mean, right. I mean, I don't know what your stats are, but that's my experience of my friends and colleagues. Okay. Yep. So. I don't know if you want to show us any research about that, but would you say you guys have the same demographic? Are you going after that same market? Or would you say it's completely different? You know, as I look at, um, well, let me actually give you one stat. So as sure. we've looked at um, where most of our money comes from, yeah. um, PayPal is number two. So definitely seeing a lot of people on PayPal and actually Stripe is number one. And so Stripe, anyone that processes kind of e-com or online payments, um, that's, that's the number one, you know, source of funds for us. Um, but as we look at, you know, the sort of people on, on, on or on our platform, um, about half of them are, are freelancers, you know, freelancers, consultants, um, just kind of folks engaged in general uh, professional services work. Um, and then we have about a third doing e-com work, right? Whether you're selling on Shopify or Etsy or you're doing kind of drop shipping stuff, that, that sort of profile. Um, and then we have a whole long tail of different users. So smaller tech companies, those that are kind of bootstrapped, um, smaller healthcare companies, um, et cetera. So um, a really long tail. And definitely PayPal is a huge, huge source of where those payments are processed. Okay. So where the payments are processed, but a lot of the friends and family I know inside the entrepreneurial world, they send invoices back and forth yep. via yep. PayPal. Yep. So tell me about that particular side of the business for you guys. Yeah. So we, um, we offer a basic invoicing tool. Um, and again, as we look at, um, entrepreneurs on our platform, a lot of them are earlier stage. And so if they're sending out invoices, they're often managed through email or they're using like, um, uh, they're using Excel to kind of track them. And yeah. so we offered a really basic tool to help them. Um, and then what we've seen is, you know, some people have um, processes in place where they're using PayPal, they're using QuickBooks Online, they're using yeah. um, other services. And so we both support you if you manage your invoices through there. Um, so we'll connect. We have integrations with PayPal, with Square, with Stripe in our, our experience. Um, and so you can pull that money into your business bank account after the invoice has been processed, or if you need an invoice on your own, just because it's, it's, you know, uh, you want to have better management than just kind of using a list. Um, we have that as well. Okay, great. So let's talk about some integrations, right? So integrations with um, PayPal or, yeah. and, or QuickBooks. Do you yeah. guys do integrations? We do with both of us. Yep. Okay, nice. Okay, great. So the other integration I, I want to ask you about is Acorn. Are you familiar yeah. with Acorn? I am. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think I'm of that app? With them, but I, but, but I know them. What do I think about it? Yeah. 
I think it's great. Like we're, there's, you know, one theme that we're um, really passionate about and focusing on is, um, well, our, our overall mission is helping entrepreneurs and businesses survive and thrive. Right. And, and, and we at Aslo believe in so much more than just being a, a, a banking account, right? Like yeah. we want to be a true partner for you and your business. Um, and a big thing for us is how can we help you as an entrepreneur save you time so you can focus doing what you love. And whether that's, you know, focus on you running your business directly, or that's freeing up your time so you could spend that with your family. That's a big, big focus for us. And I think that's what Acorns does, you know, as well. It's how do I start to automate things so you don't have to think about it directly. We can do that work so that you can, you, you can, you can do what you love and what you want to do. Um, and so I, I, I think their model's great. I think their model's great. Um, you're welcome to check out Acorn if you don't know what that is. It's not a, it's a commercial for that. But my point of that particular company and yours, it's a tech business. It was created out of, you know, it was created out of this mindset of how can you, as we, how can we actually start doing things a little bit more differently in, in the world of banking? Because honestly, it's so old school. Yep. It is so ridiculously old school. Like I'm still having done some of my stuff. I have to go and they said, you need to, you need to fill out a form. I'm like, this is 2020 people. Like, why am I filling out a form? You know, you, my phone recognizes my face. Why am I not, you know, you not recognizing my face? (laughs) Why do I have to have a pen? You know, anyway, that's, but I'm super techie, right? I'm a tech girl. I'm like you. I'm like anything that's about techie. I'm like, I'm there, right? Like of oh, the newest app of the newest app I'm beta act. So when I actually ran across with, when I got what I call pitched by your PR person about this, I was like, Oh my God, I so want to interview her because I so want to know what's going on in the latest and greatest of tech. And so I love that. Now let's talk about your story. So you said three years ago, you started focusing on this particular company, but what were you doing before that? And what's your personal story? Yeah. So um, I, I, as I mentioned, spent most of my early career um, launching different digital financial products around the world. And so that's everything from launching a mobile money product in Haiti, another in Zimbabwe, um, you know, a, a, a microfinance wholesale bank in Indonesia. Ooh, um, that sounds cool. What was that? Yeah. So, um, you know, in Indonesia, there's a ton of microfinance institutions. And I, I, I imagine most of your listeners know what that is, but it's just micro loans and, and banking for small, small entrepreneurs. Um, and as you think about banks around the world, most of them just serve the top, you know, one, two, four, five percent of, of a country. Right. And that right. means that 95% of people don't have banking services. And if you need a loan to help grow your business, oftentimes microfinance institutions are where you go. Um, what we saw in Indonesia was that um, a lot of these microfinance institutions had some money, right, because of their user base. But if they wanted to um, expand their pool of capital, there was nowhere they could go to to get that money, right? And what we also saw was that they were really local. And so I might be able to, you know, store your money or offer you a loan in like a small footprint. But if I wanted to connect you into the banking infrastructure, I couldn't do it. And that's right. the network. That's like a remittances network. So the ability to send money, you know, across the islands, um, individual microfinance institutions couldn't do that. And so we actually helped to launch a, um, a wholesale institution for all of those microfinance entities in, in Indonesia. Um, so I had a pretty crazy run, like, uh, you know, uh, early in my career. But what I realized is that, um, 
People need a safe and immediate place to store their money, right? Not under their mattress, the ability to connect into, um, you know, financial systems in mm-hmm. a way that saves them time and, and, and fundamentally saves them money. Um, and digital was a way to do it. Um, and so, uh, you know, everyone had a phone in their pocket at that time. Yeah. And, and we really took advantage of that, of that network to launch some pretty cool products. Um, and so, you know, I spent um, almost 10 years kind of doing that and then realized that there was a lot I could do back here in the U.S. Um, yes. And so us old Americans and stuff want focus. No, I'm just kidding. I'm giving you a hard time. Exactly. Exactly. You do, but you kind of think like, you know, the U.S., you, everyone has a bank account. There's no problems we can solve. And you scratch under the surface and there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot, girl. Let me share with you. And I don't know if you know this story, so stop me if you do. But have you read the books, The Soul of Money by Lynn Twist? No, I haven't. Okay, so this is going to, you're welcome to use the story in the future, but let me share the story with everyone and you're welcome to use this in the future. So there's a book called Soul of Money by Lynn Twist. It's been 10 years. So Lynn Twist, what she did for a living, she lived out of San Francisco actually, or the Northern California area actually. And what she did for a living is her job was to go to, she calls it rich people and ask them for money for the, the hunger project. That was her job, okay, to basically wine and dine people and to get money. And she was kind of a granola girl herself. She was a more granola girl in Northern California. And she was just talking about all her situations around money. However, one of the things of the hunger project back in the late nineties, early two thousands, the question they asked was what's the number one underutilized resource on the planet that Mm. if it was altered, it would end hunger. Mm. It's kind of an interesting question. Why you, and the automatic I had in my head is like food, right? Mm. Or oil or some, I don't know, but so I'll ask the question again and you can think about it and I'll give you the answer, which is going to go right to your story, which is what's the number one underutilized resource on the earth, on the planet resources like water, oil, right? That it's that if it was altered, it would end world hunger. Mm-hmm. And the answer is women. <laughs> and they're the ones that started microloans. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So they saw that in small countries, Indonesia is one, right. Where the women who they, the old, the old structure was the men would go off wherever for months and work and supposed to be coming back and giving them money, but that mm-hmm. didn't always work out. So that way. Mm-hmm. So they said, well, we'll, you know, hundred dollars, $200 or whatnot to these women to create, you know, sewing something or making something and create this thing called commerce. They taught them commerce because that's the most underutilized, you know, resource in the planet, which is women. So I just love that story because it goes back to what, who you are and what you're creating, which is what's the number one underutilized resource. I think in America, it's freaking small businesses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's women's small businesses to, to be exact, but that's my own judgment assessment. Okay. That I've no data on that research, but I just, that's why I think what you do and with that story is so aligned. You really are on the cutting edge of what Lynn twist and the hunger project started almost two decades ago. Yeah. Well, and I think the cool thing about that is, you know, it was kind of a, a big thing two decades ago, right? You think about women and microloans, but it didn't stop, right? It evolved. And now yeah. we're in an age where, again, it's not about, it still is, right? About kind of a group of women coming together and maybe sitting in a, a, a neighborhood coffee shop and, and, and managing their pool of loans, but it's bigger than that now. And we're mm-hmm. using, you know, digital phones and digital tools, whether it's in, you know, Kenya or Haiti to transfer money to your, to your, um, you know, your, your, your daughter or your, your cousin or your vendor across borders or using it here. You're a small business owner. You've got a 
bunch of stuff you got to do and you don't want to go down to a branch to do it. Do it from your phone. I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole thread that we've been pulling for the last 20 years. Wow. That's interesting. Well, there's the, you're welcome to use that story, but I just love the fact that that started 20 years ago and here you are just using that to the next level. Cause you're right. We're used to here in America. I have, I have three computers. Okay. That's Right, that's first world problems. Okay. You know, most people have one phone. I actually have two iPhones, right? <laughs> but good first world problems. But there is such a big difference in the banking system worldwide. So I think it's really cool that you're doing that. So what's the future like? I mean, you're two you're two years in, girl. You're two years in. Like just want to make sure is your parents proud because you've done nothing with your life. Just I mean, nothing. You've done absolutely nothing. I'm just curious. I'm just kidding. What it's like sharing stories on Facebook about me, like everyone else, right? Oh, that's cool. Where'd you go? To college where'd you go to university or did you i actually went to i went to um college in canada funnily nice. enough. yeah i went to college in montreal um nice. and there was another kind of interesting thread i i i went there um and uh you know entrepreneurial seed early on i had a friend that went there they said it was a great school i wanted to go to school in a big city and i i actually went without ever having visited and realized that it was um, so cold there that um, I got hives and was allergic to the cold. But other than that, it was awesome. Um, And I actually studied international development studies there. So it was all about focusing on international markets and, you know, things like microfinance or other, um, other sort of systems or tools that we could use to, to benefit the world more broadly. And so that was really the seeds of, um, you know, where my career took me through, uh, you know, uh, the, the work I was doing with financial services overseas, all the, all the way to where I am today. Nice. Wow. That's pretty impressive that you just showed at Montreal. I couldn't have done that. It's a little too cold for me. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I knew what I was getting into. So. <laughs> That's so cold. Um, okay. So, uh, so you went there you, and you're now San Francisco, the tech yeah. capital of the world. Yeah. Right. And you're from, uh, you're from Portland, right? So you're, you're yeah. West coast baby. You're, you're a techie. West Coast, yep. For That's sure. cool. We won't hold it against you. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so what's the future like? You're only 24 months in. What's the future of this company? Where do you see it going? Are there products that you guys are wanting to evolve yeah. into? Any kind of um, other kinds of products for entrepreneurs? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the, the really cool thing for us is we've spent, again, we launched publicly about about two years ago, um, has, have been at it a little bit longer. And what that period was about was building up kind of what you'd expect in a basic banking account, right? The things that you need to, 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 to run your, 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 um, your business banking account. So that's, you know, all digital onboarding flow, um, your business banking account without fees or minimum balances, um, invoicing, intercompany transfers, integrations, um, mobile check deposit. Those, those basic things that, that, that what we heard from business owners, they need to have in place. Um, and now we're at a point where we could start focusing on, um, on how we can benefit the community more broadly um, in different sort of ways, right? Yeah. How do we introduce features that help you as a business owner save you time, right? Um, how do we how do we take more off of your plate so that you can focus on running your company? And so there's some pretty cool things that we have coming. Again, I'm not quite in a position where I can talk yeah, sure. about them, but um, the, the biggest thing for me is just how we speed up like intelligence and automation so that you don't have to think about some more ancillary things on top of banking and just focus running your business. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really about that. that. And I guess I want to, you know, point out is I remember, um, I think there's, there's, 
and I said this, I think to you in a green room and yeah. about something and you said, well, it depends, you know, we got to see a track record or a time yeah. frame. I yeah. think one of the beauties and people don't understand this in banking specifically, and this is old school too, but I think as AI gets better yeah. and as, uh, uh, technology even gets, uh, deeper, we're already pretty deep, but it's going to get better and better yeah. that entrepreneurs in a particular banking system or a particular app will be rewarded for behavior patterning. Oh yeah. And I, I think, and I think you probably know that you're welcome to talk about it, but I, I, I noticing that PayPal's done a good job of that. Um, that's new. That's a new yeah. thing. They literally reward you for doing business inside their platform, which then creates the behavior pattern of, Oh, I'll do more because yeah. they're rewarding me to do that yeah. on a whole nother level. Not like points, like, like literally loans and things. Right? So in, yeah. in other companies, I'm not to PayPal, I just know that I've experienced it in that platform. Yeah. Are you guys looking at doing certain things like that, that are rewarding small businesses and doing things inside your platform with the AI or can you talk yeah, I, us about that? I, I, um, we don't have any future to do that right now. What I feel really passionate about, like I fundamentally think that banking services are becoming a commodity, right? Like, yeah holding your money, moving your money. Like it's, it's more and more brands are getting into banking. Um, and I just think it's, it's going to become a commodity. And what we need to make sure we're doing is investing in features that really, really help forward. Right. If you think about business banking, it matters, right? I need to store my um, business funds in a separate place. And that helps with, you know, managing my business that helps with tax filing. It's an important yeah. concept, but like how much value does that really bring you as an entrepreneur? Not too much, right? You kind of set it and forget it. And so I think rewards is interesting, right? Cause it like influences your behavior, but I think it's much more profound to invest in things that actually help you. Right. And so that's, that's the big thing as, as we look forward, like how can we help you um, again by, by, by automating certain things that take, you know, work off of your plate? Um, how can we help you by providing you with better data? So you don't have to go and kind of crunch numbers on your own. Like how can, yeah. how can we help you do that? And that's I'll what close like QuickBooks automatically and pay my taxes. <laughs> right. But those are the sort of things that actually help you. Yeah, they do. I'm surprised that maybe it's already there and I don't know about it. So I'm guess I, but I'm really surprised it's not already there. Why it's not like a forecast, not and not having to talk to a CPA, like actually go, well, based on your behavior of your inside the business, your taxes for this quarter are going to be X and not having to talk to CPA and then it automatically pulls out the IRS or, or another account or whatever. And then it's just like, it's happening versus this big, long process that taxes are due, right? Like it's an think- ongoing those are the sort of things that we a- I don't see why AI can't do that now. It could just pull the data, the API from the IRS and boom, you know, I don't see why in the world, in the world we're living with all the rules and regulations and API data being able to throw, this is my perfect world, by the way, I'm complaining <laughs> is that, you know, I say I'm in Texas, I'm an LLC, I'm, you know, whatever my membership is. Right. And then like the API goes out to get the tax code for that and puts it in and goes based on that, you need to give X amount of dollars this quarter. I go, okay, do that. You know? And then at the end of the year, I can hire the CPA and go, did I give too much? I get some money back, yeah. you know, you said I, you're I don't s- heart. <laughs> you clearly right. are. A tech self. Yeah, exactly. These are I the mean, questions we should be asking, right? Right. I don't want to rely on a human to have to read the tax code. Like it's the tax code, the tax code. Like why can't it be API'd out? <laughs> right. Right. That's totally. me and my eight. Like, why is that? We not AI and IRS codes. I don't yeah. think it'll happen. 
these are these are the demands and that we should be making and the questions we should be asking. And like again, when's the last time your your bank really offered you like true value? I don't know. And 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 so like that's where I'm really driving the company and 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 making Good. sure the team is aligned because right? I think it's super important. Are you a millennial? Define define millennial. I don't know. I think it's um oh. you were born um after eighty. I was I was born I was born after eighty. I'm a millennial in some ways and totally not in others. I like it's my okay. phone. <laughs> You're like a sandwich. I call this, we're the X's. So we're say I'm sandwich. Yeah. So we're not boomers and we're not millennials. We're like the sandwich one. We're yeah. the, yeah. So we just deal with both sides of the fence on either side. Totally. totally. It's, a, it's, it's partially the mindset, you know? So yeah, it's a mindset. I was just curious. I don't think, I don't see, you don't seem like a millennial, nothing wrong with them, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> are you one of me or what? <laughs> That's all. Um, cool. So anything else we might need to know? And let me just ask simple questions on this. In my experience, I have opened up, I don't know, 10 different bank accounts, 10 different business bank accounts, different banks throughout yeah. my 10 years of business. Um, actually 15 years of business, this one, this company. And sometimes it's so easy. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, seriously, I like slip my wrist. Yeah. So what's your experience? What, what would be their experiences that when you can open an account, can you open an account right on the app? Can do you have to make a phone? Like, how does that look? So you can open right on the app. Just takes a couple minutes to go through the form, um, and then uh, typically it, you get an answer within either seconds or maximum two days, depending on kind of the complexity of your business. Um, but it's it's entirely digital. Um, streamlined, just takes you a few minutes, and then you're you're up and running, and good to go. And you can manage everything from your app. Um, again. Uh, no minimum balances, no monthly fees. We're built for you as as, nice. as digital entrepreneurs. What um, about um, like uh, not um, paperwork? They call it the paperwork and confirming the P LLC or what the the S corp or C corp with yep. the state. How does that work? Is that API'd? Um, some of it's API'd. We usually say on the site like what you need to bring and prepare okay. for. Um, but what I'll say is it's not like a whole slew of things. Usually what we need is we just need to confirm that you're a real business. Um, and so again, in, in some cases we can do that just by knowing who you are. And in some cases we need, um, you know, your articles of incorporation or something you filed. So okay. we're really working towards and for any of your listeners who are users or, or become users is how we can continue to improve the process. Again, we've been around for, uh, for publicly for about two years and we're, we're constantly improving. We're, we're a business and, and, and evolving and growing ourselves. And so where there's feedback and it's really about improving that onboarding flow, let us know. And we want to continue to invest in, in making it a great product for our community. Nice. Wonderful. Well, great. Thank you so much for being here, Cameron. I really appreciate it. And where can they find you or where can they find your company? Yeah. So we're at, um, aslo.com, A-Z-L-O.com. Um, and then you can find me, uh, either directly through through Aslo and our, our customer support team or on LinkedIn. I'm Cameron, um, Cameron Peak, P-E-A-K-E. -E. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. And I love the fact that you're a female founder. And I love the fact that you're focusing really on really changing the landscape for entrepreneurs worldwide. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. All right, everyone. This is Heather Havenwood. Check me out at heatherhavenwood.com as well as Like a Boss, Spotify, Roku, iHeart, Pandora, and anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Thanks. Bye. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. 
You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com, and let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Thank you for listening to Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top. Join Heather's Mastermind at InfluencerTribe.com, where she helps you become an influencer and dominate your field. Follow Heather Havenwood on Instagram. Interested in interviewing or scheduling a call with Heather? Go to CallWithHeather.com. For more, go to HeatherHavenwood.com.